Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following is an iHeartMedia Auburn production. This is On The Mark with D. Mark Mitchell and Jeff Sasser and brought to you by The Orthopedic Clinic, Bubba's Medicine Shop, Jeff Code Tran Funeral and Crematory, Opelika Power Services, Opelika Sportsplex and Aquatic Center, Western Sizzlin, The Clinic on 6, Rehab Works, John Rice Realty, Auburn Bank, Gentry Ware Motor Company, Reynolds Outdoors, Hamilton's on Magnolia, Cannon Carpet One, Encore Rehabilitation, Smith T Hardware and Building Supply, Max Credit Union, and Point Broadband. Listen live now at iHeartRadio.com or on the iHeartRadio app. Dial in to be a part of the show at 745-5525. That's 745-5525. Now, here is your host, D. Mark Mitchell. Goodness, and I'm wrong, Jeff. Welcome. I got. Oh, I'm. Bring us in. Uh, yeah, Jeff. you're in trouble. Uh, hey, welcome to On the Markets, Jeff Sasser, D. Mark Mitchell, and Derek Lee from uh, Oplaka Power Services. This is Oplaka Power Services. That's right? that's well, that's, yeah, that's all it is. Oplaka yeah. Power Services. Yeah. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, D. Mark. I know um, D. Mark's making a little phone call. Yeah, he's uh this <laughs> this will be definitely be a demerit. You know, it's gonna be well. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll take the blame for you for Coach Stallings. I just say, hey, you gotta somebody show up early, and even though it was requested for me to show up early. <laughs> hey, yeah, before we get too far along, we're gonna go over the weather. Brought to you by the Opelika Observer uh, every Wednesday. It was uh, uh, come out yesterday, so if you hadn't got your copy, you can go buy some local businesses and pick it up. Uh, but today it's gonna be mostly sunny with a high of 85, overnight low of 65. Tonight, partly cloudy, uh, 20% chance of, uh, of rain, a stray shower here and there. And then Friday, it's going to be partly cloudy, 84 is the high, overnight low 66, 20% chance of rain, a 60% chance of rain Saturday with a high of 81, overnight low of 64, and uh, a few thunderstorms isolated uh, Sunday with a high of 81, overnight low of 60. So 
Derek, that's the that'll get us through Sunday. And I tell you, boy, they the Macy's are clicking on now. They're starting to, but, uh, and plus that's firing up the afternoon thunderstorms. Also, that heat mm-hmm. that's what causes those. All right. Heat in the afternoon that's heated up in the morning. 7.07, we're about to go to the Hamilton's hotline, but crank it up, ladies and gentlemen. Hotline live to Powderly, Texas. I played it a little bit long, Coach. Open that kind of ease up, though, demerits. Good morning, Coach Stallings. I'm sorry I'm late. Hey, Mark, you, you got a demerit this morning. I, I was fixing to call and make sure you wasn't sick or something. Well, Coach, I'm sorry. I'm not. Derek, you want to help me out over there? I've got a well, guest in well, the studio, Coach. Well, Coach, he asked me to come in early, so I think it got his routine off a little bit this morning, so we may want to Cut him a little slack. We were talking. Cut him, cut him. I'm not going to cut him much slack. I cut him a little. <laughs> hey, I, I said a little. I didn't say a lot. Maybe <laughs> make me maybe nine tenths of a demerit. I wouldn't cut more than ten percent off. <laughs> Coach, how you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling pretty good. We've had some stormy weather in this part of the country, and uh, last night uh, driving in from church, I I never seen it rain so hard. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm just I was glad to finally get in my house. I mean the. The rains and hail came down. That was really goodness, bad. Goodness, well, I'm glad you made it safe. You know what? You know when they say somebody's in their element, Coach? You know when they say that? Yeah. You're on your element on the sideline, of course, but Saturday night you were in your element Saturday night, man. It was so good to see you, Coach. I'm not going to lie. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed vision with you, too, and, and congratulations to old Steve for going in. Yes, so and, and then, of course, Antonio uh, – been inducted, and then Bud Moore, who coached for me, and I coached him, played Coach Brian. It was it was a just an outstanding evening, I thought. And let me tell you, the prettiest one in there had to be Coach Sarah Patterson coming up, giving you a big old hug there, Coach. That, that. Yes, and Sarah's won more championships than all the rest of us put together. <laughs> <laughs> she and let me tell you something about her. She made it be known that you supported her 150% while she was there, Coach Stone. She made that Right, I did. I, I supported her. And, <laughs> and I tried to support all the the, the activities that I could uh, watch. And I really, uh, <clears throat> the basketball, or Wimp was a good friend of mine. I supported his program every time they played when I can. And, and little Johnny loved to go to the basketball game. Well, he loved to go to the gymnastic meets, too, but. Uh, he, he would imitate old Wimp, and he'd put his hands folded up, and he would look out, and he would holler at somebody. And I'd say, Johnny, what are you doing? He said, I Wimp. I Wimp. I wimp. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this, Coach. When Coach when Antonio Langham came up, when, uh, let's see, it was John Copeland, those players, man, when they saw you, Coach, it was something about it, man. Every one of them. I heard Antonio Langham tell his wife, I guess that was his wife, that, uh, yeah, it was because he said you hadn't met my wife when he introduced her to you. Right. He said, this man made me who I am today. And I thought that was an ultimate compliment to you, Coach Stallings. Well, they they were they were the ones that were in their element. I was just on the sideline, paying my respect, and I was <laughs> glad I could make it. I, 
when it was over, I, I flew back to uh, to uh, Paris after the event that night, and uh, it, it was just a nice affair. It really was. Well, it was, and you know what? You uh, you were a little. This is what got me too. You were a little tired, and we got a chair. Me and you sat down, but. The the problem was you couldn't stay seated because everybody that came to shake your hand you stood up and you said we don't we don't stand we don't sit down and shake hands do we coach? No, I don't. I, uh, I've never done that. If I could possibly stand up, sometimes I, well, I'm in a, in a situation where I can't get up. But anyway, if I can possibly get up, I, that just shows a little respect, and mm-hmm. I try to do that. And there's also a certain way you take pictures with ladies and their and their and their husbands, right, Coach? Well, I always try to put the lady in the middle. You know, the, no use me being in the middle and the husband on one side and the <laughs> wife on the other. So I just, yeah, I just try to do that. And that's that's just showing a little respect to them. I well, think. Well, I noticed every one of them. We were laughing about it. You had a good time with Coach Bud Moore. Now I could tell you two went way back because every time he referred to you, hey Beebs, hey Beebs, yeah. hey yeah. Beebs. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Bud was on. Uh, he played for Coach Bryant, and uh, I was on his staff. And then uh, uh, later, when I became the head coach at Texas A&M, I hired Bud, and it seemed to me like he was. 24, 25, and, and those days I had coordinators, and he was the offensive coordinator and uh, did us an excellent job. But later on, we came to head coach at Kansas, and, and he had a good career. Well, you know, when you said to when you, when you when you were telling me that about him being a coordinator, I said, well, I thought you didn't have, cor- didn't have coordinators, and you said at that time we did, didn't you, Coach? Yeah, yeah, we, we did. I, you know, the, the longer that I coached him, a little bit more knowledge I had about it. I knew what I wanted to do, and uh, just I wanted coaches to coach schemes that I was interested in and not theirs. All right, let me ask you this. You had something to go to Huntsville on Monday and speak, didn't you, Coach? I did. I, I did uh, spoke for the TBA. Uh, it wasn't in Huntsville. I landed in Huntsville. It was over in the, in the Quad Cities. Uh, oh, my area. bad. That's right. You said the Quad Cities. That's yeah, right. and... Uh, they, they carried me over, and we had a nice function, and got back in time to catch the plane to get back around 2 o'clock, and got back into uh, Dallas, I guess, around 4, and got home around 6.37. Goodness, Coach. And that was after a Friday night fundraiser. I think you said you raised close to, what, 60000 Right. we were, That was a chip in for Rise, and I haven't got the, the final total, but they told me that that's about what it was. They had one of their golf tournaments was rained out and they had the tournament on uh, Thursday and Friday but the Thursday tournament was rolled out I doubt it, if anybody wanted their money back but the whole idea is to raise money but at the same time and, and Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? 
At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You're a good round of golf. Well, one thing about it, Coach, they had you taken care of, and I was glad of that. Have you talked to your grandson and got an update at Clemson? I have not. In fact, uh, since Dabo's got all that money, I don't think he'll accept my call. Oh, he, he, hey, he got that one contract, Coach, that basketball <laughs> contract you, you was telling everybody about Saturday. So. Yeah, he, he got an, an outstanding contract. I, sometimes I think they get him a little out of proportion, but uh, what what a good man he is, and he deserves it. And I'll tell you, he'll take a lot of that money. And, He'll share it with people that hadn't got any either. You're, you're right. You're right. And you uh, you had a little chat with Coach Saban telling him he needed to chill out too, didn't you? Well, he just, you know, he just he has hip surgery, and the next day he's out there working. And uh, somewhere along the line, man's got to rest a little bit. But that's the reason that they had 10 players that were drafted. They, they have outstanding football players and extremely well coached and that's a tough combination to beat, and they're still sort of smarting over the Clemson game. But I told him, Lord have mercy, they're fourteen and one. You know how many college teams would love to have been fourteen and one? And you can't be disappointed. Uh, <laughs> I understand you, you play to win the game, but uh, uh, they had an outstanding year, and a lot of got a lot of guys drafted. One of the things that that I'm a little concerned about. Somebody was telling me that like 34, 35% of the underclassmen that went out early were not drafted. No, so there I, was now, hopefully some of them be free agents, but uh, they lose a scholarship, and now they'll play and lose all kinds of yep. things. Uh, that's, a, that's a big gamble, I think. You know what, Coach? There were two players, and I'm not good with names and all that. I know two that Coach Saban said – they did not need to go, and you know what? They, he was right. They did not need to go. I think they were late, late, late picks, almost like you're talking about free agents. So uh, they seem well, to know, don't they, Coach Stallings? Well, the free agent, uh, he just wants to make a, go to a camp, and uh, most of them get an opportunity to go to a camp, but it's it's awfully hard for a free agent that still has another year of eligibility. Uh, to get a good contract and go and play for the pros. Well, I tell you who had a good uh, draft was uh, the Browns. You know, uh, I think they've done an outstanding job there at, at Cleveland. So, oh, Freddie Kitchens, I think he's got a good thing going for him. Yeah, well, I know you're proud of him too, Coach. That's one of yours. You saw, I saw, I was good to see John Copeland. I saw him play football up here at Valley High, Coach, and isn't he a fine-looking man? Man, and, and his wife, got, he outkicked his coverage, too, on his wife, yeah, Coach. Yeah, and he got a uh, head coaching job just recently at, right. at uh, Tuscaloosa Academy, yeah. I think. And uh, I'm, I'm extremely proud of old John Goldman. Well, I could tell how much he meant to you, too, Coach. So, you know, all right. Anything? Well, it was good to see all those guys. It was, I guess, it, it, 10 or 12 of them that – came to them and paid their respects and uh, I was glad to see him be there. And then I saw Major Ogilvy come over and make sure he, he gave you one of his good old hugs right. when he came over. Coach Washburn said he was sorry uh, he was tied up this morning but he'll be here next Thursday to talk to you. Alright? Well, 
maybe he, he can be on time. Oh, my goodness. Coach, man. <laughs> hey, I got you a chair Saturday, and I, and I helped you with my stick. Hey, you remember when both of us was using my cane? Well, that was the blind leading the blind at that time, Coach. All right? <laughs> uh, I think you look good. I'm, uh, I know you were struggling a little bit, but uh, – Looks to me like you got it under control. Hey, we do. Coach, thank you, buddy. Have a great week. Hey, we got the Kentucky Derby Saturday now, Coach. You got to get ready now. All right. Well, we we in this part of the country, we're having a crawfish ball. Uh-oh. And uh, raising money for the Valley of the Cattle Museum, which I'm on the board and help get it started. One of the guys that bought a big table, he called and said, no, I can't go. I'm going to Kentucky Derby. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm trying to give his tickets away to somebody. Uh, Coach, do you ever not raise – do you raise money at night when you sleep? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I try to do the best I can. I You're the best. Do. You're the best. We appreciate you, Coach. All right. Good to see you. And stay yes, safe sir. and stay dry. You too. Roll Tide. Coach Gene Stallings. Seven twenty-four. D. Mark, Jeff, and Derek Lee. Coach Stallings. Uh, we're good to talk to him. Derek, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? All right, man. We were talking off the air, giving stories, talking sports. <coughs> Time goes fly. Second hour, Kentucky Derby talk. We got Coach Craig Greg Williams going to go uh, coming in the studio. We also have a guest, and we have a guest at Churchill Downs Live. Going to talk to us, James, uh, Jamie Hill. His parents own Seattle Slough, Triple Crown winner in the seventies. So we're going to talk from him live from Churchill. We had a major scratch yesterday, Derek. The favorite, the Kentucky Derby favorite, Omaha Beach, said, Mm-mm, can't run him. Got to scratch him. Wow. Yeah. Had something wrong with uh, some kind of, what was it, Jeff? Uh, breathing. breathing. Uh, they found that, found that he was not breathing properly during during a, during a uh, workout or, or, you know, just a little jog through. And he checked him out and said, nope. Got to have a procedure, and we're not going to run him. So the Kentucky yeah. Derby favorite, when one day goes from being favorite and a chance to win three, two point something million to no, no. I wonder if they're worried about him testing positive. Now, Jeff, don't go down that good. <laughs> they're worried about his health, okay? So, uh, entrapped, epilo, 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 how you say that? Yeah. Epiglottis. Uh, so who's the favorite now? Uh, it'll be um, um, Roadster, probably. So. Bodie Express comes in, and Bodie Express isn't that bad. He'll replace him as the 20th horse. So we'll talk about that in the second hour. So anyway, all right, Jeff, what were you about to say? You were about to bring up something. About the, the horse? Yeah, I, you know. I, no, if it's about horse, we'll talk next hour. Well, they're so concerned about the, the – come on, man. What? <laughs> I mean, this, they're not going to race the horse. To, to... Yeah, he is. <laughs> hey, I mean, he's got to be at 100%. Least oh, got yeah. Academy you drops a lot of investment in it. Yeah, you're you, talking you about a multi Kentucky Derby, he'll and he's going to Preakness. Right, he'll right, run in the Belmont right. and win million. Is that, that's right. I didn't want to. You know, he, you don't want to hurt your horse he, and and lose the Kentucky and then lose not, in the other race no, too. Thank you, Derek. You're talking about a million got, dollar. Yeah, but horse. I think they're more worried about the money they're going to make than they are at that. <laughs> All right, that's another step. They don't want that horse to get hurt, so they can put him yeah. out in the yeah. stud field, yeah. too. On, but you got to win the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. Anyway, Lee Scott yesterday, they were in Selma, Alabama. They had a tough start in game one. Uh, they lopped it. Uh, lopped it. They lopped game one. Uh, they dropped game one, and they have game two postponed. Um, they postponed it? Yep. So, I thought it was supposed to be played today, but. 
Well, yesterday it was posted. Yeah. I mean, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, all right. They're playing it today. They're going to return right. today. Right. 14 to 4, six inning game. Now, let me tell you something, guys. That's tough. Well, Morgan's got, uh, what, two, three kids? Uh, two or three. They're coming to Auburn. Yeah. You know, ask, and can he, can he, he talk about recruit? No, he can't. Probably. No, he, he probably can't. But you know, Coach Thompson's coming here in a few minutes, I believe. Oh yeah. And by the way, Coach, all those Coach, guys. Seniors. I forgot. Thank you, Coach Butch Thompson, in the and, house. And He'll so, the, Coach Thompson's already locked up at least two of those guys. I know. I mean, it might be three of them. Yeah. But that's. And um, I'm sure they're like, I'm sure they were kindergarten too. And you know, I've talked to Coach Mixus, and you know, he said he felt like he'd get to this, and it was going to be a challenge to get through Morgan. From what I understand, one of them's going to get. Possibly get drafted in June. Possibly. Well, fourteen to four and six is a. Uh, <coughs> that's pretty tough. Okay. Well, I mean, but they lost game one last and, week. And, yeah, they did. And, uh, they lost well, hey, game one a week before that, didn't they? You know, baseball's a uh-huh. just such an interesting thing is because you can be hot and hit the baseball one day. Um, your pitcher just be a slightly off, you know, just not have his best stuff and guys really hit him, you know, and you could play it all again the next day with the same pitcher, you know, you can't pitch to a guy two days in a row, but, and it'd be totally different. That's just the way baseball is. Yeah. That was, uh, are they defending state champions Morgan? I mean, I'm thinking they're they're defending state champions, but they're, I'm like you, Jeff. I don't know. They got three guys from the team last year. I know Brooks Short had a good day. Uh, Brooks, two for three. Good for him um, in the loss. Um, but they got to turn it around. Tucker, Whittington, Car- Carson, Granberry, Reese, Tyson. Um, those four pitchers took turns on the mound. Tucker, Whittington, Carson, Granberry, Reese, and Tyson. Uh, the. Um, I don't recognize. Does that mean he pitched five guys? Took turns on the mound for the Warriors. I don't – okay. Um, I would think either uh, – uh, Green had three my hits. Pin, if three I RBIs. was guessing, I would say either a Lyle started or – Well, that's what I thought. Or well, maybe started. It doesn't say that. It says um, four, uh, Tucker Whittingham, Carson Granberry, Reese, and Tyson. The took turns on the mound for the Warriors, and only seven of Morgan's 14 runs were earned. I did hear that now. Wow. So, all right, whatever. Game two. We'll, if, if I we actually cut out on runs, it's still seven to four. Right. Well, right, Derek, yeah, I didn't want to go. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I want to go there. I'll look, I, I, um, you're good. I mean, you're score good. 14. Hey. One, you got to hit the ball. You, you put the ball in play. All right. Hey, no well, problem. I, I, there. I wonder if it's, if it's one of these. Now, look, this is, <laughs> this is hypothetical. I'm oh, sitting here. Man, is it, hey, we ain't got any. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. 
Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Everybody that can beat their number one. But that, we yeah, I think that may have been a part yeah, right yeah. there, Jeff. Yeah, because you, all you got to do is win two. It don't, you don't yeah. have to win the first two. And you know, he he's and why waste you to play quite like why that? Why waste your one guy against their number one guy? And that, and you know, that's not a. I hate for him to put it quite like that, but I think yeah, that, that ain't may, busting on anybody by no, no means. I'm just saying, uh, hey, sometimes that happens. Look, it's a strategy. I mean, you got to win two. And if they're going to put their number one, and you know you, right. and you got your number one, and you know their number one is better, yeah, yep. and you want to give your team a legitimate shot, hey, maybe you pitch your three. Maybe you pitch your three guys it's against their number one, one and then try to win the last loss. two. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm wondering if that's different. the strategy I mean, that he used. Here. I don't know, I don't but, know but, but I mean, you think about it. This, this say you. That is the strategy. If Springville, if you were, and they got Casey Mize, are you going to throw? You, do you think your number one's going to be Casey Mize when he was in high school? Look. That was the strategy. Hey, but, congratulations, Auburn Opelika softball. Opelika Lady Bulldogs headed to the sub-state. Auburn headed to, to the same place. Opelika finishes second in area tournament. Auburn High uh, clinches a spot in the regionals with area tournament wins. So congratulations to the Lady Dogs and the Lady Tigers. All right. Covering uh, Loka, I want to get off that because y'all are right because uh, I think that had to be the ploy there. I think you'll see Landon I mean, Nutter in the you, – uh, you You're trying to win the, the series. Brothers. You're not trying to win – Mm-hmm. I mean, a two to one loss. You just got to go and try to win two of the games, and yeah. you try to do whatever you can yeah. to, you to do that. I agree. A two to one loss, like I said, and a fourteen to four losses or losses. Now one may hurt a tad bit more than the other, but anyway. Yeah. All right. So I mean, this ain't the major leagues where you, this ain't the pros where or, or college where you all have your number ones got a chance to beat their number one. It's it's you know. Yeah. I mean, sometimes yeah. it's not. This could be the kid that you know I'm talking about that. Is a draft, you know, I mean, it could be a draft. Right. It, it, there's still strategy, you know. Well, we gave you the feel for the LPGA qualifying at Grand National. We we've already announced that. And the field? Yeah, we announced the field. We did that last week before we went off the air. We're down to two. We're down to two. Patrick Nix and Joey Gatewood, right? That's what Got I you on that, didn't I? I was wondering what you were down to two. We're on. down the two, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, well. The, the interesting thing is see if somebody transfers. Ah, uh, we got well, coach. I look at the portal. Well, you saw it. Well, they, somebody withdrew from the portal from Auburn and said he's going to stay at Auburn. Really? We got Coach Butch Thompson on the way. We got Coach Greg Williams. We're going to hear from Churchill Downs, Jamie Williams, his family on Seattle Slough. We got a lot coming up on the morning. Good morning. Beautiful day. D. Mark, Jeff, Derek Lee on a beautiful Thursday in the Auburn Opelika area. Garden in the park this weekend, I believe. I believe it is. So you can go to the municipal park, the monkey park, find your area. What are we? What are you, watermelons? Anything you want to plant? Find your area and garden it up. <laughs> is that right? Garden think, in the park. I don't think that's no, exactly what they do. But. Garden in the park. You get over there and find you a space and start gardening. It's a nice day. I'm uh, Food, fun, music, activities. I took the girls always over there when they were little. It's a good outing. It is. Well, it used to be. Uh, By the way, Butch Thompson headed this way. Uh, what it used to be. Uh, what, it, what, what, what? It was like a. Oh, Arts, arts Association. Yeah. Uh, Lee County Arts Association. Yeah, they used to have that every spring. Mm-hmm. That's what this turned into. They, 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 arts and crafts and all that. Right. I haven't been in a while because. 
girls got out I'm of it. I'm trying to think what time of year they used to do the uh, dogwood dogwood. Dash. I knew was the dogwood. Around it was around the summer yeah, swing. I don't okay, yeah, Derek. No, no, it was no, the no reason before my time. You know yeah, what? It was during the dogwood. It swing. is time. No, it's not time for that. It is time for the Atlanta Braves <laughs> report. We're going to go. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even check it. I, let's talk. Just, when Jeff goes, let's talk. The Atlanta Brave Report on the Mark, brought to you by Cannon Carpet One, 3500 Pepperell Parkway in Opelika for all your floor covering needs. Go by Cannon Carpet One. They're there to help you every day. They're even open on Saturdays until noon. You can go by there with no kind of pressure at all. Just free uh, esti- guesstimations. I'm just kidding. Free estimations and uh, free estimates, and they'll take care of you over at Cannon Carpet One. Jeff, tell me, do tell. They about, won three to one. Free, free. Excuse got me. Let win. me shut my mic. Uh, let's see. Uh, see, so Watson had a dinger, and he knocked in a run with a sacrifice fly. Listen to this report, Derek. Uh, see, Freddie. I think Freddie had a, a hit or two. Uh, All right now, who was talking was about Freddie yesterday? Coach, he was saying that. Coach, that's right. Coach, Coach, Coach says we got to get yeah, him I to do you, more. Man, I mean, you know, you know, I think they kickstarted it a few <laughs> games ago. I mean, it, when they, they came back and beat uh, kickstart. How many kickstarts do they take here? In the this season? is on. A, they've lost one. They they yeah. they've won three or four, right? They have. They okay, have. so, uh, uh, you know, it's a. Uh, uh, it, it's it's they're fixing to do some open field running, yeah. and, and don't forget they're America's team. Aren't yeah, I know they're. Yeah. While they're fixing to do some open team. field running, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. With <laughs> and we're going to take this team. idiot out of here and bring in a good man when we come back. With that music, we bring in the head baseball coach at Auburn University, Coach Butch Thompson. Good to see you too, George. Your right hand man there, your left hand man this morning. Good morning, Coach. War Eagle man, how are y'all? All right, good to see you. Glad to have you in the studio. It's been a while. It has, man. This is this will fire me up and get me ready to go for another uh, boys in exams. Finishing strong, get to come hang out with D Mark and his boys. There what a, you go. What a good morning. And, Great start and, to the day. And Cujo now. <laughs> and Cujo. There you go. And we have shaved since the last time we saw you. We have shaved. We're clean for the most part, <laughs> as far as you can tell on radio. You are and, clean, uh, Coach. You're clean. <laughs> All right, we've got a uh, unique series against. Uh, 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 oh, Alabama's coming in, Coach. I was just kind of messing with you. Big series yeah. this week. Every series is big because it's the next, isn't it? But this one's a little bit better because it's your yeah. cross-town rival. We've had, state rival. We've had uh, just another crazy, crazy, crazy SEC like it is every year. It's why you love it. Um, it'll come right down to the end. Um, everybody's kind of sliding positions now, and it's a run. And then, you know, you look at – our league this year, we've had at one point, one week, we've had 11 of the 14 teams in our league ranked in the top 25 in America, which has never happened by by our league or any other conference in the history of college baseball. So it's one of those kind of years. And then, yeah, you can top it off. Our guys, like I said, are finishing exams, and you have your rival come into town. And, you know, all, all I know is we've played it. We've played <laughs> the top four teams in our league. Um, and, you know, these last three weeks will define our season just like it's come down to the last couple. We have an eight-game homestand at Plainsman Park, and we're mm-hmm. going to hang our hat on having that defined, uh, define our season this year. Eight in a row. 27 and 17 overall, 10 and 11 in the conference right now. All right, 18 and 6 at home, 9 and 10 on the road. Um, I did not know it was a three-game losing streak, Coach. I didn't mean to bring it up. I didn't realize that. But, all right, tell me what you think right now about your team, what are you thinking? I know you've had some injuries that's kind of – 
Some yep. issues on the mound. I'll let you kind of elaborate on Like that. everybody else, you know, we lost Davis Daniel, so he's out for the year. Dr. Andrews did a surgery on him. That's the first surgery we've had since we've been here. So we've been disappointed by that, but uh, that'll just be a blip in the road to, to, to a great career for Davis. He'll be restored 100% and get back going, hopefully get him out in professional baseball, get his career started. Uh, Tanner Burns had a setback from last weekend, still too sore to throw. So, uh, you know, being under Dr. Andrews' umbrella and, having a great trainer and um i know tanner all he wants to do is compete and that's all he's ever done since he's walked on campus and grown as a player but we'll probably i think that'll make him you know not probable for this weekend so he uh, won't pitch he will long. not pitch and then that third piece is uh, uh jack owen who will start game one and he has thrown in relief the last two weekends on his way back so i thought we were getting pretty sharp and getting in, in better place and, and having two-thirds of our rotation back. So, with Tanner not being able to throw, it's just a third of our rotation. And But, you know, across our league, everybody goes through the same injuries. we got to get past that and try to see what I try to tell our fans and, and our players right now. We're looking for a blessing. We're looking for a jack. Maybe he had took five weeks off. Maybe he's ready for a great stretch run here to finish the season into a postseason and be strong and maybe – a. Tanner Burns could miss as little as one week and then have a good, fresh awesome. go of it again. Uh, we, we've got to keep our minds, um, you know, locked in to, to, to what's positive instead of woe is me uh, to be ready for potential blessing and to be able to get on a roll again. Did he? Did Tanner hurt himself during the game at Vanderbilt? Was that yeah. when – is that right? Yeah, I believe so. And I just, you know, to what severity or anything, I never try to play doctor. Right. Um, uh, but there's enough soreness there not to start him back up throwing at least through today. Okay. All right. So you've been that's how many pitchers have you been on as I say would say on the deal? Is that three? That's three. Three. Yeah. And Davis is a little different. You know, he's thrown three <laughs> three innings since last summer in the Cape. So um that's that's been a process, a long process. And he only threw two innings of opening day. So really we're talking about Jack's injury has been the one. I think yeah. maybe a little bit more has been made of it than what it is. Uh, it's probably because, you know, we got we got three great hitters that I think haven't clicked into their best baseball yet. Um, so I think that's been a little bit of a challenge. And then we got freshmen all over the joint, <laughs> you know, that's going to it's going to bless us for the future. Hopefully as many balls as they in many innings as they throw in the last four weeks, hopefully it can help us here in these three weeks coming up. But, yeah. uh, you know, we're in a transition. You see a lot of young people playing for us, and that's exciting. Uh, this is a team that is trying to – you know, we, do, we have the fourth strength of schedule out of 300 schools. So we've played the fourth toughest schedule. Um, we're also 12 in RPI out of 300 schools. Uh, we're in a good place. There needs to be a realization that we're in a good place, mm -hmm. and, and let's go play ball and, and hopefully uh, a couple of these boys will heat up. I just can't believe they're going to stay down for an entire season. Uh, so this is a big eight game. There's not many teams in our league that have this eight game road stretch, yeah, uh, and we've played the most road games in the. South I Eastern was going to say, Coach, you've been rolling, and uh, so this is a uh, we've been. That's the blessing of it is you're going to get to make your mark. No pun intended. You get no, to make I love your mark it. at home here in May. <laughs> we all good, Coach. Alabama, Georgia, and um, LSU with what North Alabama and the UAB Blazers mixed in between that. So that's a huge stand, Coach Butch Thompson joining us seven fifty one. George Nunley in the house with us, too, his right-hand man. Uh, Coach, uh, you were talking about freshman pitchers, and you know I like local folks. Uh, Brooks Fuller, talk about him a little bit. Boy, he's he's been a blessing, hasn't he? Number one, he's got confidence. Number two, he's left-handed. Number three, he's throwing the ball about 90 miles per hour. Number four, is uh, <laughs> he's learning on the fly. 
playing a little bit bigger role than we probably anticipated at the at the gate. But that's what I mean. It's really going to help them. We don't even have an. It's the first time I can remember not just coaching at Auburn. I we don't have a player graduating Saturday. There's no even no reason really? for us to. Is that go right? To so you don't have a. You're not. You don't have. Uh, a senior and I see it as a positive. I don't a, see it as a negative. I was going to say, Coach, I just uh, look at it that way. Too. You know, we had eight of them last year, so. Um, if we can hang in there, if we can find ourselves in a regional, because some of these metrics hold us pretty good here, if we can play good baseball down the stretch and be competitive. Um, you know, if our program can go to a regional three years in a row, it would be the first time that's happened since 2001, two and three. Uh, I, I just got to keep making sure everybody knows what we're digging for. Is this right of, there for you to take? Instead of, instead of laying down, wallowing his dogs, woe is me, we've had some injuries. We need to keep seeing what we're playing for. And I, I think that's a coach's job. I think that's a leader's job is keep trying to make sure everybody is aware of what we're playing for and what we're shooting for. And, uh, you know, our fans, that walk-off win just two weeks ago, just two weeks ago against Ole Miss, uh, I, a, that, was a, that was a seminal moment for me personally because I thought our fans were a huge part of that win. We, we need a that friend. That was a long day, too. <laughs> it was a long day. <laughs> But we need a, you know, our, our fans, our, the, their realization of what they mean to us. Um, we we need a frenzy this next two weeks no, uh, to help our saying. boys as much as we possibly can. And I know we're sold out pretty much for these. I was going to ask you that. I said tickets, and I'm like, I don't think there's any tickets left. Already. <laughs> there's a terrace. We just need okay. to sneak them in. Maybe I can get some bolt cutters and cut something up that. Coach, you put me in a corner and we'll get them in. You give me a key over there, my man, I'll get some in over there for you. We'll work it out. By the way, those educators, he did not mean they were not graduating because they were dumb. He just meant they're not seniors. I'm just kidding with you. Exactly. Thank you for that. Yeah, he doesn't mean they're dumb. I'm just kidding. Coach Butch Thompson with us. The tide coming into town Friday. Just goes to show how young you are. Yeah, well, I just didn't want anybody to say he's not graduating his kids. It's like Wimps Anderson. Every kid I sign had an opportunity to graduate. Everyone. <laughs> anyway, coach was just talking about his players not having seniors. Alabama coming in, a uh, little little history with the coach there. What's it like playing? Of course, you every one of the coaches you coached with or against at one time. But Brad, just what two years ago was your top mm -hmm. assistant? Well, they're they're much improved. You know, coach we got Bohannon. Excuse me. <laughs> we got uh we got them all four times last year, right? And uh, you know they clipped us there. We're three three in the eighth here in, in Montgomery. Oh no. Uh, and so they clipped us, I think, six to three there. So we've seen, you know, he's brought in a lot of junior college players just like he did for us a few years ago. Um, so I, I think they're much improved. They're playing so many close games within their league. Um, you know, just it's an improved ball club. And in our league, you know, they're still trying to punch, punch, punch. And, you know, the thing about a rivalry that makes it more tricky for us is, you know, they haven't been able to really get going in the SEC yet. But when you play a rivalry, you throw everything out yeah. the window. You do that. And you see that time and time again. But I think by our discussion this morning, I think we all are aware that uh, the game of baseball is different. There's not a line of scrimmage to win. You know, there's uh, there's execution of the game of baseball. And you can't run out the clock. You can't go to a knee. you got to give the other fella an at-bat. Yeah, baseball is a unique sport in, in a couple of regards. So <clears throat> this is about us. This is about Brooks Fuller having to step up, you know, and he's been doing a great job. Can he keep stepping up again and give us a chance to win? I think at home he's probably in a good place to start doing that. Can Jack Owen get out here and get in a rhythm and get going? So they'll have some left-handed hitters. They'll have some right-handed hitters. They're our rival. 
but I think it'll about be about the execution. You know, we had the bases loaded four times in Vanderbilt, and we had first and second seven times, and mm. uh, we wound up getting our mm. home runs when the game's not at game time. Can we convert and yep. get to a point to where when there's a bunch of ducks out there quacking, can we get them home? Uh, that's what we're looking for is that moment at game time to to make sure what we're trying to build a program on is pitching, pitching, dominating routine play, and timely hitting. And can that really come into play right now uh, for us here down the stretch? You made uh, several years ago when you were hired and came in here, you talked about we were talking about uh, scholarship numbers and uh, I can't remember who we were talking that with the other day on somebody with us, a uh, uh, baseball wise coach. But you, you've kind of put your plan into place, getting your players that you wanted with athletes and so forth, like you talked yeah. about. That's been working for you. It has. It's just uh, it becomes a depth thing. I, you know, Hal Bear's gracious to me. You know, six hundred thirty-five wins are all-time winning as head coach. Just continuing to get advisement from him, and you know, when you're when you're not in a lottery state and all that, it's again, it's beating a dead horse. I, we know what it is. We're good with it. It's a challenge. But you know, even Hal, he just says every year that we were able to stay healthy, we could play with anybody. You know, we're having to replace. You know, me and you communicated the other yep. night. Casey Mize is a no hitter. First, he'd pick, be on your team. Well, first pick, he'd be a senior this yeah. year. No, he'd be graduate. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be your graduation. He'd get that diploma, coach. <laughs> But so you just don't replace the first pick uh -uh. of the draft. No, you don't. And our guys are doing a great job. They're doing the best they can. Really good. It's uh, it's one of those deals. But when you, when you get when you have any injuries in a position that we're in with our setup, we can have the best of the best. You can have a Bo Jackson, a Frank Thomas, a Casey Mize. You can have that at Auburn. Uh, but when you dig really deep into that second and third ranks that's where your scholarship no, shows right. it don't you're show right. up on the front no, that's lines. a good point coach. it shows up in your reinforcements because you're going to get your players each of you's going to get it's your auburn. share yeah you're it's right it's sec right. it's auburn good call it's 51 major leaguers have played here mm -hmm. you're going to get your front line good point the scholarships and what i see is every time where i can tell you know playing a, a, a you know we swept bandy here last year yes so we we, we lose 12 they lose zero and they're a year older and they're it's the most complete team we've played but I can see ten more scholarships through Absolutely. through through a thirty five man roster than I can in ours, and it's not and the, an excuse. Those it's are like, facts, coach. They're not excuses. It's, it's facts, and we have taken an FIO. It's a figured out mentality yeah. to not make it an excuse. And that's why when we're talking about the rotation, man, everybody's got somebody missing a start. You're right. Everybody. What we got to do is figure out how to these young guys learn it quick. Tanner, let's do some great rehab. Let's get back. Uh, fans, come help these boys. This is a stretch run for us, and this is an important moment. In the last two years, we've gotten a ball over the line and made a run right there at the end to do what we needed to do and give ourselves a chance. You know, uh, we, we made it to the Sweet 16 last year, and, and we had a, a extra innings kept us from the Elite yeah, Eight. really. Can we – can we have a good run of baseball right now and forget about all this other stuff and go with what we got and, and get fresh and play great at home down the stretch and try to make another run at a tournament? No, you're right. You're exactly right. Coach But Thompson, you win three this weekend, win two or three, you're right back in. Mark Fuller's who we had on talking about that. He was heading to Nashville. Yeah. We were talking about the, the differential, and you were he was talking about 500, you know, 15-15 in the league is what you're trying to shoot for, basically. Well, last year we were 13, and everybody keeps – like last year's team. <laughs> you know, everybody liked it. It was 13 heading to the last weekend. So, we're at 10 about that? With, with two SEC two weekends, weekends to go before yeah. that. Now, we, 
we got the LSU team at home. We won uh, the series and the last day of the regular season got to 15. Uh, that's the reason why I mentioned the 12 in RPI Good and point. the fourth in strength Good of schedule. Call. Those are going to be things to hang our hat on. So when they start looking at these ball clubs to pick the 64, they're going to look at a 12 RPI and they're going to look at a fourth strength of schedule and it's going to mean something. Mm-hmm. As long as we don't allow, you know, we're rolling here, there's, there's, there's dirt on our boots. But at the same time, if we'll keep fighting, I think uh, we'll be rewarded. Friday at uh, 6 o'clock, Saturday at 7, Sunday at 3 o'clock. Sounds right to me. I know the last two games are TV, and I know we're going to have some fireworks uh, going off on Friday, win, lose, or draw. Hopefully, the fireworks will be in you're the game. you during the game, right? <laughs> I hope so. And that's then after I, the game, you're, gu- yeah. you're guaranteed <laughs> both. the game will be guaranteed better than yeah. And look, are you still dealing with Scott Sullivan? Are you having to put up with him? Yeah, Dale, and i tell you what. Uh, before the, the chairman. Miss, for the old Miss series, i I tell you this, man. It's just good to have good friends. Just don't ever discount that. Right. And he's like, uh, a couple of weeks ago, right before the old Miss series, he's like, boy, you need to come jump in the truck with me. And we went fishing. That's awesome. And uh, That's awesome. When you just get away f- for, for an hour. There's somebody that cares about you. You're talking about resetting. That's a that's the biggest blessing I've had in the last month, and really got us reset. We just went fishing for a little bit. That's a that's a good man that does a ton man. in this community. I know. Uh, I go to uh, Church of the Highlands, but I know he's a. Uh, I don't know how somebody make him deacon over well, there. Well, he's he's at me and Derek's. He's at my church, and not only deacon, he's the chairman. So make Ooh. sure that you understand, Coach. He is the chairman. I have to get chairman. on tomorrow. His Sunday, his Sunday school class is right next to the one he I is teach. The and we have to, you know, <laughs> like you said, start how did it. that happen, right, Coach? <laughs> Only in America. Only, <laughs> Only in America. In America. Hey, but I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> what him and Leanne, his wife. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What they do for our community. Oh, come on, man. They're awesome. Uh, I look at Tim Hudson and the Hudson Foundation, Tim and Kim. Man, there's some amazing people. Our baseball program has got has produced some amazing men that are still. I got Gabe Gross on my staff. Yeah, some amazing men. Mark Fuller, Josh Ether. I mean, we can just we can keep playing this game back you're and right, forth coach, if you you're want right. to. You're right. You're uh, right. That's made a huge impact in this community, and I'm fired up about that. There you go, Butch Thompson too. Good to see you, War Eagle. To you, All War right. Eagle. Thank All you, right. man. Yes, sir. Coach Greg Williams up next on the mark. Eight oh eight, got a lot going on here. Getting it set up. Welcome into Studio D on the Mark Orthopedic Clinic Studios, broadcasting live on the Mark. We're front. We're changing out guests. We had Coach Butch Thompson, Auburn University baseball coach. Got a big weekend series with the Tide. 
not many tickets left. Maybe some standing room only tickets left. We encourage you to go over there and pull for the Auburn Tigers against uh, Alabama. Derek, we're getting in some horse racing business. Here's what we. I think we're do. about to. Yeah, we are. We're shuffling up. Sometimes I know very little about. You fixing to make some learning here. All right, we are. Uh, we're changing guests here, changing gears. We're going from baseball and sports. I'm going to bring in Coach Greg Williams. Uh, good morning to you, Greg. We'll get that chair, Jeff, and pull it up here behind him so we can get. We're, we're transitioning from. We're, trans, we're transitioning live. No, you're good. How are you, Coach? I am fantastic. Good. Well, we've been talking about doing this for a while. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I like racing, but it's a. Uh, it's like comparing soccer to football, really, for what I do. But I know people that do know. There so that's what I said. You can, I'll bring somebody in here that can talk intelligently with you about it. There we go. All right, so we got headsets there. All right, first off, give us introduce your gentleman to your right, Lee. Tell us a little about him, and then we're going to go to the Hamilton side. Well, all right, well, this is Lee Christian. Uh, he's been in, you know, he, he races horses, he'd probably say for fun. But he is uh, <laughs> not, not only owns the horses, but uh, – uh, you know, very much track savvy, and like you know I've that. known I've known him uh, as an Auburn guy, but it was fun when we got to uh, I guess probably became more friends actually when I met him out at Saratoga and uh, realized just how involved he was in racing. And uh, Jamie Hill I've known for a good while. Thank you, got Jamie on I the do. on the on the phone now. I do Jamie, and, you uh, with us here? Good morning, Jamie. Yes, yes, fellas, I am. Now so, you yeah, now where are you live from this morning, Jamie? Lexington, Kentucky. And you're close to Churchill, right? I've been at Churchill every morning for the last week. I just didn't go this morning because I didn't expect too much activity. Yeah, there's no more workouts, are there? They're all... No, all in the books. All in the books. Well, good morning. Thanks for being here, Greg. I'll let you talk a little bit about Jamie. Before yeah, we well, I've known Jamie uh, you know, for a while. His uh, parents are Auburn grads. He's an Auburn grad, and they got a little bit of a tie early on to racing uh, by owning Seattle Slough. So that's uh, a lot of Auburn people don't even know that we had that tie with uh, with the Triple Crown winner. And um, Jamie's continued on in the in the race business, and they they own Thoroughbreds. They've got a great uh, pin hooking business too, uh, where people can buy in. So you can actually get in racing in various forms with, without having to uh, literally sell the farm to do it. So he's got a got a great business that you can you can buy into. There you go. And it's Bourbon Street Stables, is that right? Um, nope, it's Bourbon Lane. Stables. Bourbon Lane Stables. My bad, I got it wrong. I got a little recording for you. I want to see if you can hear it right here. All right, let's see if we can play it. Seattle Slough Kentucky Derby. All right. Now moving in behind the gate. We're about ready. You got that? They're at the post. I can hear. Slew broke slowly, breaking on the lead. It's Bob's Dusty on the inside for the moment, showing speed on the outside, gets the lead. It's for the moment, taking over by two lengths. Then Bob's Dusty run, Dusty run. Seattle Slew has moved up along the inside and has moved into second. Coming by us for the moment, the leader, a half Seattle Slew now draws alongside. Bob's Dusty is in third. A gap of two and a half lengths to run, Dusty run, followed by Papalodi, then Sir, Sir, Steve's friend, best person, get the axe, Sanhedrin, affiliate, on the outside, Gibolet, trailers are nostalgia, western wind, and on the outside, flag officer, moving to the back stretch. For the moment is along the inside, ahead in front, Seattle Slough is second by four lengths. Bob's Dusty is third by four and a half lengths. Run Dusty Run in fourth by a length and a half. Beginning to move up, Sir, Sir, Steve's friend moves to the outside. Then also Papalote, best person, Gibole, get the axe and affiliate. 
And moving into the turn, and it's two in front or four the moment by a half length with Seattle Slew drawing alongside again. Bob's Dusty is three lengths back in third, and now Steve's friend is making up ground quickly. He's fourth on the outside. Run Dusty Run is attempting to get through along the rail and is also moving up. Then it's six lengths back to the next horse, Sir Sir. Head of the stretch for the moment, Seattle Slew still battling it out together. And here's Run Dusty Run now closing ground and moving into third. It's Seattle Slew, however, that takes it over at the head of the stretch. Seattle Slew moving away. Now opens two and a half. Run Dusty Run driving up on the outside into second. Steve's friend. Here's Sanhedrin now closing also along the inside. Coming to the wire. Seattle Slew opens it to four lanes. At the finish, it's going to be Seattle Slew, and he's going along easily. Man, do you remember that, Lee, when he when he won that Kentucky Derby? Do you remember that? I sure do. And you you said you were there, right? No, I, I no was, you wasn't there, but you remember it. I remember it. Yeah. How about you, Jamie? You were you were a young one then, right? I was young, but I remember it. It was. Uh, <laughs> it's not like I haven't watched it a few times since either. Well, I know the computer screen is off in here, so they couldn't walk it, watch it. But I figured that probably, you've probably heard that probably several times too. Yeah, yeah, a time or two, I would say. All right. So tell me what you're seeing out there. We had a, we, we may have another scratch. You're telling us kind of. Uh, this yeah, last. Last night we got the scratch of the favorite, which um, I'd watched him all week. I'm friends with the owners and the trainer mostly, uh, Richard Mandela, and I had lunch with him on Sunday, and he was just exuding confidence that Omaha Beach was going to be very tough to beat. I watched him train all week, and uh, he he scratched out last night, which was pretty disappointing for all the the, the parties involved. It's it's kind of a, a heartbreaking thing, but the nice thing is the the future for the horse is still bright. A, a minor surgery to repair is. Uh, his epiglottis um, will take place in a couple of days, and he'll be back in training in June. So we'll see him again. All right. And, um, and then this morning we got news that Hakal, who is uh, trained by Kieran McLaughlin and owned by um, Shadwell Stables, um, has got a foot abscess. And basically just, you know, it's something that is also very treatable and not a long-term issue. But um, he didn't go to the track today. And to, to run in the Derby, everything has to really go perfect for you. Um, and it looks like, and it's not official, but it looks like he'll scratch out. All right. Now, uh, somebody, uh, by the way, Jamie Hill joined us live from uh, Churchill Downs. We've got Lee Christian in the studio with Greg Williams and Derek Lee. We're talking Kentucky Derby. There was a horse a few years ago that was that was running, and he had something, uh, was it a hoof or an abscess on his foot? Do you remember that late? That Well, Big, Big Brown, Big Brown. Um, had Brown. foot, issues, there had you foot go. issues throughout his life. There you go. Um, and but he was able to uh, he was able to get it done in the Derby, um, but they caught up to him in the uh, in the Belmont Stakes. Okay, so. that's what I thought. Now, with the absence of Omaha Derby, goes the absence of uh, big money jockey Mike Smith. So big money Mike don't get to ride anymore, right? Or does he going to take Bodie Mike? I mean, uh, no, no. Bo- Bodie Express Bodie is Express. Gonna be ridden by is going to be ridden by Chris Landeros, who actually is riding. We've got a horse named uh, Bourbon Resolution. Who's running in the uh, Who's running in the um, Ali Sheba on Friday, which is one of the undercards for the for the Oaks, and he picked up the mount on Bodie Express. I was actually talking to him last night, and he's real excited to get the Derby mount. And, and that horse, he that horse actually beat our horse Bourbon War in the Florida Derby. He ran second, and we were fourth. Um, so I'm pretty familiar with that guy. Well, I was going to say he's. I, I called him the, the wrong name. You knew who I was referring to, but Bodie, he's not a bad horse at all. No, well, well none he, of them. He, he, he's got some good 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jamie. He surprisingly has some very good numbers. There's there's different um, sheets that people use, Thurograph sheets, Ragazin sheets, and all his Ragazin numbers are surprisingly good. It's something that I didn't realize until I started really studying the race. And um, I know I'm sure Lee uses some form of them as well. He's got his daily racing form hat on, so I know what that's a big headquarters of there. What are you about? I, I'm looking for I'm looking at the Tomlinson numbers too, so Yeah, that's a good point for, for what we're looking at. All right, I want y'all to explain the, that to the lay people, okay, if you will. Well Tomlinson is a, a number that they come up with that supposed to tell you about the wet track propensity by sire. And so they look at the sire line of the various horses. To see who has won well on yeah. wet surfaces. And, That's right. And, and it's going to be wet Saturday. It's supposed to be wet Saturday. Although that track drains unbelievably. I mean, I was there when Smarty Jones won and a couple of races before the it rained like the end of the world. And by the time the Derby ran, it may not have been fast, but it was close to it. But they sucked a lot of cameras down the drain and they sucked a lot of water into the infield, and then the infield folks uh, did body surfing. (laughs) But they got it off the track, right? (laughs) But they got it off the track. Now, go ahead, uh, Jamie. What were you about to say? Well, I I totally agree with Lee. It is one of the best surfaces for handling water. Um, I was there for Smarty Jones. I actually, for the the people that I worked for at that time, I offered $40 million to buy Smarty Jones stallion rights. Um, Wait a minute. Who offered that? Uh, I made the offer on behalf of some clients to stand them at stud. Um, thankfully, they didn't accept our offer because <laughs> he didn't turn out to be a very. I good was going to say he was not. You would have. You would have. You would have made a good deal, would you, Jamie? Uh, it wouldn't have been a good deal. But but like like we said, that track is amazing. And I was there last year, and and it was record rains um, to watch Justify splash home. And um, actually, it was rough all the way around. Then we went to the Preakness, and the track track was it for Justify was terrible. And, and like you were saying, the Tomlinson numbers are, are a, um, a combination of the sire and dam and, and how well their offspring have handled um, the mud. But the mud plus a 20-horse field is the game changer there. I mean, these horses will have not, none of these horses will have ever been in front of 100 to 150,000 screaming people. They will never have come out of a starting gate with 20 horses in it. And, you know, there's horses that, that are one-dimensional, meaning they need to get to the lead. And if they draw a bad post position or miss the break like Slew did in, in his derby, um, the, you know, the game has changed for them. And, and it's a it's a really it's a unique event. Um, so you combine all of those factors, and you could have an off the wall horse that nobody expected. It just turns into his day, like mind that mind bird. that bird, yeah. baby. There you go. There, there you go. go. Eight twenty. Um, Jamie Hill on the Hamilton Sightline live in Churchill Downs. Uh, Lee Christian in the studio. Coach Greg Williams, Derek Lee. We're talking Kentucky Derby, Omaha Beach. Scratch the Kentucky Derby, the morning line favorite. There could be another horse scratched here shortly, as we heard from uh, Jamie that has not made it. Um, you know, has it hasn't gone out yet that he's officially been scratched, but it appears if you say he's going to be scratched, I'm going to say that he's going to be scratched because you're there. And if he's got abscess, he's not going to run. Uh, probably not. All right, I want to talk about a couple other horses. Um, the one that brought in from Japan, they had him quarantined. He's been over at Keeneland. Uh, what do you think about that kind of horse, bringing him in and stuff like that? What, what do you think the chances are bringing a horse all the way from there and, and having to come in and run at Churchill Downs? Well, 
it, it's it's good and bad. To be honest with you, you know, if Master Fencer is not in, my horse is in in the starting gate for the Derby, um, and that that hurts a little bit. Well, I didn't mean. Hey, I didn't know that. Now I wouldn't have brought that up. Okay, <laughs> well, no, no, no pun intended on that. So the reason they do do this, they have a winning year in for Europe and a winning year in for Japan, and um, the Japanese culture. They are um, serious gamblers. Um, one track on a big race day in Japan will have as much handle as every U.S. track combined in the same day. Mm. So they did that to bring in gambling dollars. I didn't know um, they were and, and, I, and I can understand it, and I get it. Um, it is a little heartbreaking when a horse that probably doesn't deserve to be in the starting gate gets in there. And I'm saying all this, and he's probably going to be the one who jumps up and surprises us all. But I watched him train. You know, A, quarantine is very difficult. B, he had to ship from Chicago to quarantine in Chicago. Then he had to ship to Keeneland. He did quarantine in Keeneland and was training at separate times. And now he shipped to uh, Churchill Downs. I've watched him train the last few days. Um, they're very unconventional. Um, Julian Leperu, who has the ride, um, has been on them every morning just trying to get to know them. The Japanese horses, unlike American horses, don't change leads when you're asked. And I've watched Julian fight with him every morning trying to get him to swap leads, meaning which foot leads. You know, when you go on the turn, you want to be on your inside lead. When you're in the straights, you want to be on your outside lead. And that can affect a horse and how quickly they get tired. So um, I think it's I think he's a super long shot. Um, I love that they're bringing more dollars in, but it, but it does exclude some some horses that do deserve to be in the race. You know what? And you know I didn't know that. He's not one of your horses out. I, <laughs> I, I just thought I, I agree. I agree. I had no idea that they were that big in the horse race. And Lee, I think. Well, he, well because of the uniqueness of the of the Derby. Other than Seattle Slough, many times the best horse does not win the I race. I agree with that. It's the best trip that wins the race. And, and so a lot of times you get to, to mind that bird and the, whatever that just comes out of the cloud and uh, don't get bumped around and knocked around and uh, don't have, don't draw the one or two post position. Man, that one, the war, the war, the war they were just ruined. They put their hands in their face when they drew that out. Yep, that's right. Well, if you run a straight line out of the one hole, you run into the rail. I know. And so, and then all the horses are coming over the top of you to try to save the ground. And so you got no uh, no choice but just to gun them to the front and hope they last. All right. With four, you, both you guys and Jamie, I don't know how much time you've got out there. But with this rain, last year, Justify hits the turn. He He's having pictures made, and it looks like he, he's in his Sunday go-to-church you know, outfit. He had no mud on him. A um, lot of horses in the back, mud in their nostrils. I'll let you go first, Jamie, on that wet track. Get out front. Is that that important? Well, it depends on the, the individual style. Um, you know, th- there's a horse like uh, right now my favorite for the race would be Tacitus. Oh, I my gosh. Really- no, you'd num- <laughs> you're a kid. Number eight? Number eight. Oh, um, I, I just like his – he covers so much ground. He's a big-framed horse. He has a really good mind on him. Um, and – so, but I don't think he has to go. I think he's going to sit in mid-pack and try and be somewhere placed to the outside so he doesn't eat as much mud, and he will just grind them down. Um, I know War of Will, who's in the one hole, Mark Cassie has no choice and said that would be his plan anyway. That's how that horse runs. And he's also won on a muddy track. His, uh, his last prep was disappointing. He did something funny out of the gate, and, and really the fact that he made it to the Derby is astonishing to me. I thought there was no chance that he was going to make it. But I watched him breeze the other day, and he impressed me. He's impressed me every morning when he gallops. And the fact that he's one on an off track, and it's his style to go to the lead, 
if he gets a clear shot at the lead and nobody you know sits right on his hip or breathes down his neck, he's going to be tough to beat. Um, he's bred to, to handle it, and you know there's several horses in there that are come from behind horses that are going to be trapped inside horses, and they're going to pick up three or four pounds a month between the jockey and horse eating it, and, and that added weight is also a disadvantage. Did Did you watch Tactica's the Wood Memorial? Did you see that rough trip and still come back? I did. Well, he's he's just one of those horses. He's a big bruiser. He, he'll find his. He'll either find a hole or he'll make a. Ortiz is not bad either, is he? <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty good. He's pretty. Uh, but you know, both, both Ortiz brothers are fabulous riders with with really good two different styles. Jose, he's better on the lead, and Irad's better from coming off the pace. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there's there's really not a bad rider in this race. It's the who's who. It, it is a shame, and I'm sorry I didn't follow up with your Mike Smith comment. Um, there was a moment last night that Baffert talked about putting him back on um, Roadster. Roadster, because Ooh. he knows him. This other rider's never been on, and Roadster's a little bit quirky. Um, but in the end, Baffert couldn't really do that. It wouldn't have been fair. And you know, Mike's won the Derby and has ridden a lot of really good horses, and, and he understands the game, and he'll be okay with it. That's that's unique. And, Lee, you and Baffert said that he he needed to put uh, name tags on uh, on the. Irad and Junior, or oh, yeah, and, 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 and yeah, uh, to, to tell them apart. Yeah, they they're tough to distinguish, but both excellent riders. I don't think you, you you're not losing out by choosing either one of them. All right, now how much time do you have, Jamie? Do I have you got a little bit more? Do we? Are you got to go? Are you? Have you got? No, to, as, as much as much as you guys need. All I'm, right, I'm, I'm gonna take working. a break right here if you don't mind. I'm gonna take a two minute break and and we'll be back. You guys okay? All Good. Right, we're on the mark. Got, go, no Coach problem. Greg Williams. We got. Uh, Jamie out in uh, Churchill Downs. We got Lee Christian in the studio and Derek Lee on the market team. A really a good horse. He broke, as you notice, he broke clean today. And probably the only trouble that John Cougay had at all today was rating him, trying to slow him down. As you see here, he's moving up on Tomlin. Really doesn't want to. on the inside. Now Seattle Slough goes for the lead. He has the lead as they move through the stretch. Up on the outside, it's San Hedrin along the inside. Run, Dusty, run on the extreme outside. Spirit level is moving up. They move for the first turn with Spirit level on the extreme outside, and Seattle Slough along the rail. Then it's Run, Dusty, run alongside San Hedrin, followed by Mr. Red Wing, then make amends, Sir, Sir, and Iron Constitution. They're moving on the turn. Seattle slew by a half length. Spirit level is second by two. Run Dusty Run is third by a half. San Edrin is fourth by two and a half. Then Mr. Red Wing is fifth by three lengths. Make amends is alongside Sir Sir and the final horse is Iron Constitution. They've gone the first quarter of a mile, 24 and 3, a half and 48 and 2 with Seattle Slough now to receive a challenge on the outside. It's Seattle Slough on the inside, run dusty run and spirit level have both moved up alongside. It's Seattle Slough holding on, however, and now he pulls away to a length again. Spirit level is second ahead and run dusty run is third. A gap of four back and it's Sanhedrin in fourth. Mr. Red Wing is fifth. Then it's Iron Constitution moving to sixth, sir. 
sir, and make amends. Three quarters of a mile in 114. They're moving on the turn. Still Seattle slew and he has it by two. Run Dusty Run and Spirit Level are battling together second and third. Beginning to close a bit, Sanhedrin is fourth and closer. Mr. Red Wing is fifth. Iron Constitution in a furious drive is driving along the rail. They're coming on the turn with Seattle Sioux still the leader. Seattle Sioux one mile and 138 and four-fifths now leads by a half. Still on the outside now, San Edwin has taken over. Then it's Run Dusty Run, swinging to the extreme outside Iron Constitution. In the stretch, here he comes and he's opening it up again. It's Seattle Sioux and he's drawing clear of the field. Seattle Sioux has four lengths on Run Dusty Run. It's Run Dusty Run in second and San Edwin third. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They're carrying the finish line. It's still Seattle Slew, and he's opened it out to four and a half. Then run Dusty Run and San Hedron. Now that was the triple crown race of Seattle Slew. Jamie Hill on our Hamlet's hotline. Yo, that had to be quite a moment right there. It was quite a moment. Uh, he was the first undefeated triple crown winner in history. And, um, you know, if you were listening to the fractions that uh, that they were, you know, spouting off there during the race for going a mile and a half, that was, that was pretty fast fractions. And he did it just kind of galloping, and he won easy as could be. So, um, man, it was pretty exciting. Yeah, that that uh, that's the longest race, too, the Belmont. And Correct. You, you, Correct. It's the, they call it the, the test of a champion. Yeah, really. Because, uh, you go up. Yeah, it's it's a long race, and uh, you know. And what's funny is, as good of a racehorse as he was, he was a better side. How about that? How about that, Jamie? Uh, Jamie Hill live in Churchill Downs in Lexington. Lee Christian in the studio. Greg Williams with Derek Lee. We're talking Kentucky Derby. What's it with the odds of winning a Kentucky? How hard is it to win the guys to win the Kentucky Derby? Well, one of the things I, I looked up. I mean, just to start. I mean, people ask you when you're in the horse business. If you run a horse in the Kentucky Derby, but I looked up in 2016, there were 22,500 foals born. 20 of them as three-year-olds will start in the Derby. Maybe 19 if we get the late out of scratch. 20,000. So out of 20,000, so that that's the uphill battle. Point, point. <laughs> <laughs> and and by the way, both these guys are Auburn guys. That's pretty cool too. Now. Auburn in house. I mean, you've had a horse in the Derby. Well, right? I'm bring I'm him on, I wasn't going to bring him on your show unless they're Auburn. Well, we guys. knew that, Coach. But, yeah. All right, you, you've had. I would, I would have to buy a ticket to get my horse in. The Derby. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now we know about Seattle Slough, um, Jamie. What about you? Give me some others that have you have you got any others? I've, I've been involved. I've been involved in a bunch of them. My favorite chick, who was the first champion as a two year old. I'm sorry, horse of the year as a two year old um, since Secretariat. Um, I've been involved. I had two in the same year that we bred and raised. Uh, that was uh, Pollard's Vision and Borrego. They didn't run too well, but they went on to both be very good racehorses, um, not as good sires. Um, you know, Bourbon War, if, if we'd have had the, the foresight to ship into Kentucky and put ourselves on the also eligible, we'd be in this year. We'd be taking that extra spot. 
I did just read an interesting fact. So if, if Haikal does scratch, they're going to load the gate um, from the two out to the 20. So there will only be 19 horses running. It'll give War of Will a little bit, a little bit of breathing room. He'll still have the gun, but he won't be breaking on the fence. And I thought they said scratch time was Friday. That you could, they would. You, you can you can scratch any time up until five minutes before the race. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, wait a minute. I meant to put one in on, on scratch. Is uh, that not correct? No, no. They drew the race on Tuesday, right? And um, and you had to you have to either announce your. It, so if you're not in the field of twenty, they'll allow up to three AEs, also eligibles. So if we'd have shipped here and said, hey, we're just going to hope that. Three horses come out. Um, you know, we we would be getting in the in the we get into the race if our right. cow scratches. All right, now why didn't the other two go in? One of the other two go in that were that they listed well, Tuesday. Bodie, Bodie Express did go in, right? And, and Signalman um, he cut his eye a week ago. And oh, even though the eye is doing okay, um, they didn't they didn't enter him because they want to take him to the Preakness. Which will, the Preakness is it's a little bit shorter of a race. It's generally a, a smaller it's always a smaller field sorry it's not generally it's always a smaller field and a lot of these horses that are wheeling back out of the derby on two weeks rest are pretty beat up so it's a good opportunity to win a million dollars million and a half dollars and get a grade one on your resume can just yeah decide if they're gonna well yeah i was just saying I, you're you're right about that because they're all going to make big payoffs on that that's for sure uh uh, all right, I'm on. I'm on. Get this to you, Jamie. And I know you got to go. Weather-wise, I mean, it's supposed to rain pretty heavy. What starting tomorrow and Saturday? Is that right? Starting tonight, actually, it's late this afternoon in Louisville, and you know the Churchill Downs track is is very close to a to the river there, and that river can act as a barrier or it can act as a magnet for storms. And sometimes you'll just see that those those storm clouds just skate right right by Churchill, and Churchill will stay good. Other times it'll just settle on on Churchill and, and it'll turn into a soupy mess like last year. Mm-hmm. All right, what are you thinking for the Oats? Bellafina going to win the Oats? I I'm gonna I'm a total throw out of Bellafina. I've watched her you. train the last few days and she's not a happy horse in my opinion. I, I have contacted some of my friends in California that are at the track every day, mostly trainers, and asked, you know, is this her usual? Um, is this the way she usually goes? And um, I've heard that she's not the best mover in the morning, but I've also heard that she's as bad now as she's ever been. Wow. So that she'll... means that's that means she's probably going to win for fun, <laughs> but she's not going to do with my she's not going to do with my money on it. I'm going to bet against her because I think she'll take a ton of money. She's going to be she'll be way she should be red lighted as I say way down there uh, without this yeah. information. That's pretty interesting. You, ahead, you'll Lee. get a good payoff uh, on the Oaks Derby double too because the. Derby favorite probably six to one. That's a good point. And if Bellafina doesn't win the Oaks, then you'll be, you know, may not be buying a house, but you might buy a car. Yeah, you're right. Let me ask you this, Jim. You've got a horse. Give me the horse you've got in the car. Now you have who? So on Friday we have Bourbon Resolution. He so Bourbon Lane Stable. We name all of our horses with bourbon in their right, name. Right. Right. And that's why they're that's kind of a marketing thing, so we can recognize them. And his sire, meaning his daddy, is New Year's Resolution. New Year's Day, sorry. Mm-hmm. So we named him Bourbon Resolution. He's running in the Ali Sheba, which is a grade two $400,000 race. He's going to be running against one of the best older horses in the country, trained by Bob Baffert named Mackenzie, <laughs> um, who's going to be ridden by Mike Smith. <laughs> uh, big money's so got him. 
it's a tough spot, but I, actually, I really like our horse. We won um, the Ben Ali at, Ken, at Keeneland a couple weeks ago. Um, we went off at 18 to 1, and we won for fun in a gallop. And the horse was trained really well coming out of that. So I, I think we're probably going to be 8 to 10 to 1. Mm-hmm. And he's worth a $2 bet. The race goes off at 2 o'clock on NBC Sports. And uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to unload. Because I really believe the horses. Uh, when I say I'm it means I'm going to bet quite a few. Yeah, yeah. How dollars. you feel about that horse? How you feel about it? Now, let me let me say this: is that Friday's card there. Uh, That's Friday's card. Right. Seventh and race on the Friday. What race is yeah. sec? You said what? Seven. 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 All right. Lock and load. Anything else you want to give us before we go? I want to know what his favorite uh-huh. bourbon is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, funny enough, we own our own bourbon. Yeah, I was going to mention that. I, I might like that part better than your, than your <laughs> horse ownership. This man deserves a bourbon drink. He just won him a national championship, Jamie. you got to get him a bourbon on the house. Wait, so. And I have a feeling, what what was that, Greg? Was that your sixth national, national uh, those championship? Are six, 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 yeah. First who, time. who is that tie? Isn't there another coach in the state of Alabama that, that has six but probably is not going to get too many more because he's getting old? <laughs> <laughs> You're not talking about Greg, are you? Because he's going to keep getting more. <laughs> it does tie the man in the yeah, state. The, 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 the other short guy. Yeah. All right. Any other any other tips you want to give us before you go, Jamie? Any other tips? I think Lee had a great idea in betting the uh, Oaks Derby double. Yeah. It's a great bet, and it, it should pay out really well this year. Um, you know, sometimes hitting that all button. Is not a bad thing, um, especially when it comes to, to races like this that are going to be disrupted by large fields and wet tracks. So what you're saying is you pick the winner of the Kentucky Oaks, you pick the winner of the Kentucky Derby, you're going to cash big. Well, it's called a double. You yeah, yeah I know, but together. yeah, but I'm just saying you win them, you cash the one ticket, and you're saying that ticket will be a big winner. Is what I'm saying. I would say so. There you go. Thank you so much for calling. I really appreciate that a lot. And the hey, fact any, that you like the, hor- the the horse that I picked, that's dangerous for you is all I can tell you. All right. <laughs> hey, Jamie, I look forward to catching up to you sometime soon. All right. Thanks, all right. guys. Thank you, day. Jamie. You too. We'll be back on the mark with Lee Christian and Coach and Derek. There you go, the boogeyman, 847. Derek, have you got all this in? You got, you got your horse knowledge in? A little bit. Just keep the lights on, cars, all right? <laughs> Derek. I can run horses without lights. You, you know what? You can't. They don't have, you know. I, I got a, uh, Coach Williams and, and Lee Christian in the studios. All Auburn right here now. All Auburn right here in the studio right there. That's my thing, Mark. Well, I'm Auburn now. Come on. I, I went over there my year. I went my year. That makes, you, that makes you an alumni. Thank you. Right. I participated. Right. All right. Tell me the last track. I'm going to ask you, Lee, because, I mean, you talked about it, I think. Or I'll ask you both. The last track to have a, pay, a public address announcer. Keeneland. Ah, that's my man right there. <laughs> I learned that when I was I had there. no way of knowing The Every horse track has a, the announcer. Keeneland was the last track to do it. And they felt like, uh, you know, they did it because of the simulcast. Right. They wanted a track announcer. But the, the Keeneland folks felt like, if you needed a track announcer to tell you who was in front, you don't. You know. shouldn't be there. That's exactly what. <laughs> that's exactly right. Well, how did Mister. Miss Ramsey feel about that? Because they run that place, don't they? Yeah, they do run that. Place. <laughs> <laughs> now, your extensive background. You, you, you. Now, first off, when were you at Auburn? I was at Auburn uh, sixty-eight. I graduated in sixty-eight. How about that? I was four years old. Nineteen sixty-eight. Yeah. You know, I have to. I understand. I was four years old. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what got you in the horse business? Well, I really wanted to own a minor league baseball team, and the 
the uh, prices pretty of cool. prices of minor league baseball teams got out of my price range, and so owning oh a stable gosh, of horses boy. was kind of like owning your own minor league baseball. <laughs> That's team. pretty expensive there too, Lee. It can be, but uh, the guy that owned the Chargers uh, uh, used to uh, had a string of horses, and he used to say that one thing about they asked him about the difference between football players and horses, and they said, well, when a horse wins a big race, they don't come in and ask to renegotiate their contract. They sure <laughs> they sure so you went into horse. I mean, why horse? What? There had to be a... Well, I also, when I left Auburn, I went to work at the National Security Agency back when we had a better reputation and, <laughs> and lived across the street from the Laurel Racetrack. Ah, and so my weekend nah, entertainment was, was, Laurel, Racetrack. was Laurel Racetrack. Now we're coming around. And so yep. 20 years later, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, and a fellow that worked for me was a jockey in Panama in the 40s. And he came in one day and said, you know, a bunch of us ought to go together and buy a horse. Couldn't write the check fast enough. <laughs> did you make money with it? Well, we did a little bit. He won his first race, Blue Tides. I still remember that horse. you know. And then boat attendant before we ran him again. So it was a short career for him, but it was a – it was a good career, and, and and we got our picture made, and that's what most people want to do. Yeah. All right, they've changed the Kentucky format to point system and qualifying. What do you what are your thoughts on that? What do you what do you think? They make them used to what you had to pay an entry fee, pay an entry fee. Well, you still have to do. A, well, I know that, but a, a, a nomination of six hundred bucks to nominate to nominate the triple the crown. Triple there, cr- there you go. There, you know, two hundred fifty, three hundred horses that nominate each year, and. Uh, anybody that thinks they've got a chance, you know, throws in the money. And but I, mean, I kind of like the the point system. So you have to what to, what to explain and to people? You they start racing in what November maybe? Yeah, back late? in the in the late fall, right. early winter, and then January it cranks up cranks down up to Florida. Uh, each of the big races they assign points to the winner, second, third. I think all the way to fourth and, and fifth maybe. I maybe think. down yeah. to fifth and and. And if you accumulate enough points, if there are if there are more entries than the twenty slots they've got, it comes down to who's got the, most, got points. the most points. And um, what about joining after the Kentucky Derby? The points don't matter, and that was a problem with uh, um, my buddy that went off. Um, they got beaten in the last leg with his horse, uh, uh, California California Chrome. Chrome. Now you know because what they'll do, Derek, you. you He's saying that once you qualify, what happened after the Kentucky Derby, uh, Preakness and the Belmont, those horses, just because you can run in these two without running in the in the first one. And he didn't like that. You know, he didn't like that because at that time, Justify hadn't come along, American Pharaoh hadn't come along. Exactly and so right. there was all this talk of, hey, the format is too tough. You're never going to see another Triple Crown winner because you got to run – three races in five weeks. Uh, two two taxing on a horse. And what will happen a lot of times the people that run up the track in the Derby because they don't have a triple crown opportunity, you'll skip the Preakness and then run in the Belmont. So you'll you'll have a horse with yep. five weeks. Just as layoff, fresh as he can. As fresh as he can be, ganging up on a horse that's had to run his eyeballs out. And twice. move from Lexington to Maryland to New, New York. York. That's in a right. matter of five weeks. That's right. So, and so a lot of times, uh, one of those horses that skip the uh, Preakness wins the Belmont. 
Who's the best jockey in your mind? Javier Ortiz Jr., who you like? I like Mike Smith. Big money Mike Smith. Yeah, yeah, for big what, money. What is he, 58? He's 58. 58. Well, I think John Court uh, this year. John is, Court is, is 58, gonna, I think. Yeah, he is 58. Mike yeah. Smith, I think, is a low 50s. Low 50s. John Court's on the um, – um, is it the one from – no, he's riding one, too. He is riding one, but I can't remember who. And, yeah. But, but uh, Javier Castellano is pretty sporty, too. Now. Oh, like Jamie said, hey, if you're a rider in the Derby, you ain't the – you're something. Yeah, you really are. Price. Yeah, and, and let me say this: just not the Derby. You've got cards. The track was very fast yesterday. They said I looked at. The, what were you about to say, Coach Brooke? Bring that to you. No, what, I said it's just they paid a price to get there. I mean, what's yeah. amazing? You can go there. Everybody watches the Derby on TV, but if you go to any of those big events, you watch the number of times that some of them ride ahead of those races is just incredible. You are so correct. You're you so know, correct. Uh, they, they get a lot of they get a lot of ride time in. Let me ask y'all both this. The industry, as far as horses, is better taking care of them now than it used to be, isn't it? Because they're getting a lot. I know Santa Anita went through you, and I talked about that off the air. But right, Santa right. Anita went through a lot, and I'll talk to you about that off yep. the air. But horses are taking care of better now afterwards than they were ever. Would you agree? That's true. I mean, you got all these aftercare programs, and uh, and and the horses are taking better care of at the track. I mean, you know, the, the nutrition programs are better, and the mm-hmm. vet care is better. And I mean, it's a uh, I mean, they're uh, wind and dined. I mean, they're many of the stables look like uh, a five-star hotel kind of. Well, Our yeah. knowledge is so much better, but uh, also, as all other sports, the money's gotten better, whether it's just racing or whether yep. it's showing or whatever. But there's also just, I feel like, just an, an attitude among all the professionals and trainers and, and owners. There, there's an attitude uh, of care that's better. So yeah, it's better in all in all in all aspects of the horse industry. Is better. I, in fact, uh, with the issues with the Lasix and the, yeah, shit, I yeah. noticed that one of the big was it the Mon- the Stone the Stone Art uh, what is it Stoner Group Stonershine or Stone, no Stone, Stone Farm yeah the one that owns all the tracks Stoner Stone oh, Art Stronic Stronic I'm sorry mm-hmm. that that whole group the the lady you know what's her name you know what I'm talking about the lady that the president. You know, they were big into, you know, taking off the Lasix at Santa Anita, trying to save that, that place. So, I don't know. We're, it, you know what I'm talking about, that story about that? I know. Yeah, I know so, the story. Anyway, it'll be interesting. But, yeah, there's a lot of work that goes in it. Man, I appreciate you coming in, Lee. Is there anything else you want? You was about to say something. Anything else you want? Well, I, you and I talked. I'll mention one thing. There is an Alabama connection. Oh, yeah, please talk about that. Yeah. Larry Comus, that's the voice of the Triple Crown and the voice of Churchill Downs, uh, was the track announcer at Birmingham Racecourse, 1987, when they the year they ran? So, uh, you know, that may have been his first track announcer job, or uh, it was certainly early on. Did did from, you did you know that? Did you know about Tom Durkin's who used? Did you know what happened to him at the end? Well, Durkin, in giving his talk, said that he was the reason that we didn't have another Triple Crown horse because. For years, he was the Triple Crown announcer, and then he retires, and Colmus took it over, and immediately American <laughs> Pharaoh comes along. <laughs> so. But you know that you know what? At the end, he had a breakdown. He said he he got too nervous. Did you not? Yeah. He said he. I mean, I'd never in my life. Well, there was a, a, a track out in the western Nebraska, Grand Down on Nebraska, called Foner Park, and I knew the track announcer out there, and they did a contest for a fan to call a race. And so some guy gets strong, and they uh, 
uh, Chris Katulak was the track announcer, and he, the guy came up several weeks to prep and see what he did and all this kind of stuff. And he said, got to the appointed race and all that, and the fellow was up there, and the gates opened, and the fellow said, and they're off. And then froze, couldn't say anything else. He said, Chris said after about half the race, he realized what was happening, and he took over the rest of the call. But it's a... I guess you don't think about it with all that, but he actually said that he had such, um, he went into such, um, um, what's the word, Anx- anxious, anxiety. Oh, I can mm-hmm. imagine. That's, that's high pressure. He did. He said he couldn't do it anymore. He said, yeah. I'm done. He said, I just got to walk away. And I was like, wow. It was mind mm-hmm. the bird got him. Mind that bird. bird when, got that, that call got him. Because he didn't see mind the bird coming up the rail. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I didn't give him his justice. But I'm like, man, you got 20 horses <laughs> running. And you can't see from that point where he's at. I've never seen, you know, they show it from TV. You can't see the whole track numbers. And it's amazing. I mean, I, I went up to Keith Jones as the track announcer up at Parks. Mm-hmm. And he, Keith had called 20,000 races or something like that. And you can't fault him for calling the wrong horse sometime or you know whatever. i don't know how they do it i don't know how they do it I don't oh, know. I they, numbers would be easy yeah. if they'd say eight three they give you the name the names sometimes and a rider the I mean, rider a, and how many links and i'm like jeez you know it's amazing it is amazing great to see you guys it's great to see you coach man. i appreciate this a no you enjoyed it man. i enjoyed it man. mr lee good to meet you i like that shirt right there is that a gary fuller shirt uh, that's a it is. There you go. You From see that? 2001. That's a, see, I noticed that kicker. That's an old uh, full of broadcasting kicker <laughs> shirt right there. Derek, always good to see you. Thanks for being here and taking it all in this hour, all right? Thanks. Hope like a, uh, OPS is ready to get in the horse business. All right, good. Good <laughs> name, of all course. Right. OPS like Express, we leave the lights on for you. I like it. <laughs> Coach, thank you all very all right, much. Thanks. All right, we'll be back tomorrow on The Mark. On The Mark with D. Mark Mitchell and Jeff Sasser has been brought to you by The Orthopedic Clinic, Bubba's Medicine Shop, Jeff Code Tran Funeral and Crematory, Opelika Power Services, Opelika Sportsplex and Aquatic Center, Western Sizzlin, The Clinic on Six, Rehab Works, John Rice Realty, Auburn Bank, Gentry Ware Motor Company, Reynolds Outdoors, Hamilton's on Magnolia, Cannon Carpet One, Encore Rehabilitation, Smith T Hardware and Building Supply, Max Credit Union, and Point Broadband. On the Mark is an iHeartMedia Auburn production and is available live now on iHeartRadio at iHeartRadio.com or on the iHeartRadio app. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.